Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. KGF Chapter 2 is the movie that I am talking about in this episode. Uh, last week, I watched Chapter 1. I had some issues with the technical issues of the first movie. Uh, thankfully, Chapter 2... Uh, I had none of the same issues that I had from Chapter 1. The audio quality in general was uh, just fine. It didn't sound blown out like last, uh, the first movie. Uh, The subtitles uh, were a lot easier to read. They didn't just flash on the screen. uh, And they they seemed to have been translated better. Uh, So all of the issues I had with KGF Chapter 1... Both are available on Amazon Prime. I would say uh, the issues that I had, I would blame on Amazon Prime. Uh, but none of the issues were present in this in this sequel, uh, which I am thankful for. Uh, but in general, I loved this movie quite a bit more than the first movie. The first movie, this is about uh, basically this kid who... The first movie is about this kid, Rocky, or at least brands himself as Rocky, uh, whose journey in life is to become powerful, uh, to become rich and powerful. And a lot of the first movie is that rise, that him growing up, how he gained power, how he put himself in danger, put himself in the the center of the action in order to uh, gain power and gain notoriety. Uh, And at the end of the first movie is when he took the power away from somebody in a very epic moment. Uh, And this movie takes place after that, obviously, of what happens to the KGF mining uh, facility that he now is in charge of, that he now uh, sees over. And all the people who were slaves in the first movie are now basically employees. Treats them with respect. You see the kids running around the mansion. Uh, You see uh, a lot of things kind of changed. But he's still in charge of this mine. And uh, it is just like his next step. Uh, And uh, I like this movie quite a bit more. Uh, Still, both movies have amazing fight scenes. Uh, The story in the first movie, a little bit tough to follow. I would blame mostly the subtitles, the love story aspect of the first movie I didn't buy. This movie, and also the time jumps and the fact that narratively uh, this movie is told, basically there is uh, is a story that's being told within this universe of this KGF story. Uh, so there's part of it where people are narrating the story in the movie, and then it jumps from within the story to outside uh, in the real world where it's being narrated. And it just got a little confusing. This movie, I think, clears all of that up. Clears all of every single from the technical problems that I had with potentially that I would blame on Amazon Prime to just the story problems I had. This movie clears it all up. You almost don't have to watch the first movie. Although I would recommend the second half of the first movie is amazing. I think that's when it really gets going. Uh, But there are parts this movie uh, does great things to kind of recap what happened in the first movie. 
Uh, there is a scene where you have Rena. I think her name is Rena, right? Uh, who is the love interest from the first movie? Yeah, Rena. Uh, who is there to be the companion to Rocky, right? Uh, which apparently she isn't in love with him. I don't know if the move, the first movie just miscommunicated that. Obviously, it could have been on my end very easily. Uh, and maybe she was crying over somebody else, potentially, in the first movie. Uh, but this movie sets up that she is not in love with him, uh, but she is sent to go live with him. And... Uh, when she's there, she sees all these kids who worship Rocky, who love Rocky, right? Who These kids were slaves before he showed up, and he liberated everybody. And uh, she's like, why do you love him so much? And then you, there's this great s scene where all the kids are kind of reenacting. It's kind of like this montage scene where they're recapping a lot of the events from the first movie, but doing it in a way where they're showing this woman why everybody, all of these people, these millions of people 1.5 million people uh love and respect rocky so it does a really interesting job at recapping a lot of the events in the first movie kind of refreshing for anybody that may not have seen the first movie recently before watching this one either way uh i, I really enjoyed that kind of a thing and then this movie also shows like what's next it's like okay he went from in the first movie being a child of a slave to at the end of the movie being the one in charge of this gigantic gold mine that is kgf right he be, he destroyed the guy who was the emperor of the mine and now he takes his place so now he is among the upper echelon of the people who were in charge these powerful people in india but what's next? And as we know, Rocky is trying to fulfill the dreams and the wishes that his mom had for him. To, be, to die a powerful, rich man. And that's what he's doing. And that, it's kind of amazing. But we see part of why everybody loves him so much and what makes him such a great leader is you see him doing the work you see him going into the mines. You see him amongst the people doing the work, unlike anybody, even managers and CEOs in today's world. You don't see people working alongside their employees. You don't see those people who are in charge, who are supposed to be the quote-unquote leaders of the company. You don't see them putting in their blood, sweat, and tears shoulder to shoulder with the people that are working for them. But you see that with Rocky. So you see why, in addition to all of the events that happened in the previous movie, in addition to that, you see why all these people love him so much and why all these people want to uh, work so hard for him and, and all of that. It, it's, it's really great because in my short time as a manager in a previous life, uh, that was my philosophy, right? I made sure that I worked and did all of the things that my employees did. So one, they couldn't complain, right? Because I was already doing the jobs they're doing alongside them, along with all of my other responsibilities. There was nothing that I would ask them to do that they wouldn't see me doing on a daily basis anyway. We all did the same work. 
I just did more work because I felt being paid more, that is how I, you know, and I wanted to help out. I didn't want to just sit back and watch people work, watch people work for me. You know, I wasn't, I, I couldn't, I'm not that type of person, right? Lead by example. And that is what Rocky does. And that's what I appreciate. You also see in this movie a new nemesis. Obviously, in the last movie, he destroyed the guy who was in charge of KGF. In this one, there is a guy, Adhira, who comes back, who's like this Viking warrior who like learned a bunch of things from the Viking warriors and implemented that and carried around a sword, and he kind of has that aesthetic to him. And he's like a former a guy who ruled this the KGF. And he comes back. And you're seeing like definitely a lot of momentum sh shifts you're seeing momentum shifts of like rocky gaining all this power and being in charge of kgf and then you see when adhira comes back and wounds rocky like the first time all of these his 1.5 million supporters people that work the mines with rocky see this guy who they hold up to be godlike to be this emperor to be this monster but in a good their monster they see him injured right and that was done on purpose to shatter this this brand that rocky has that rocky has established throughout his life always putting himself in danger always putting himself in the center of the the action right leading his troops into battle leading his workers into the mines they see him the 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 idea of rocky being destroyed and you see like this giant momentum shift where not only rocky gets his like his mystique gets shattered but then you see just the control that rocky had over the shipping lanes on the west coast you seeing that get taken over and you see all of that control being taken over by it here again and it's crazy right you like it's you, because the end of the first movie is like, oh, Rocky is like gaining power. It's like the whole movie, it's just Rocky's leveling up, leveling up, leveling up, and then he gets to this place. And now all of a sudden, in a, he's lost a lot. He hasn't lost everything. He didn't lose the mine, but he lost. There was a, a, a deficit, a big momentum switch, right? You see Rocky, Rocky get knocked down. <laughs> right not the boxing rocky i wonder how much that played into the writing of this movie maybe but you see him get knocked down you see him lose for the first time because usually he would put himself in situations where you would think that's where the loser would go would end up in those situations like when he put himself into slavery in the first movie that's what would happen if he had just lost. They would have put him into slavery, but he didn't lose. He won and then put himself into slavery to move closer to his target. But this time he lost, lost. And it's like there's this scene where he like goes and retreats with, with uh, Rena. And everybody at the camp is like, oh, did he leave us? Like they're all, they don't know what's happening. Like, where is he going? Did he run away? Are, is, did he abandon us? But it's all this grand thing. Like, Rocky, like, you, there's one thing you realize in this movie, <laughs> right? That there is a master plan at work. And there's a great scene, there's a great metaphor that Rocky has when that momentum 
goes back in his favor later on where he compares the moves that other people make to compares their moves to the the minute hand on a clock how it takes 60 steps to for the minute hand to go around for one hour whereas the hour hand it's far fewer it's bigger steps less steps but big steps so where it would take you know 60 steps for for an hour the hour hand does it in one step and rocky is the hour hand and where adhira is doing all of these little incremental victories small victories chipping away rocky has this master plan and does the thing that he does where he puts himself at the center he goes to the person in charge he goes to the place where he is the most at risk but he knows that they can't do anything just like in the first movie where he goes floods the room with gasoline and knows that he with a lit cigarette that nobody's going to take him out because if they do everybody goes down there's a similar scene where he goes to the, a politician, but he knows they can't do anything because everybody in that room will go down financially if they take him out because he's so now he's so closely tied to this giant gold mine, literally, and he's in charge of like these black market deals. And what we know with politics is that people with money can pay off politicians and that is no different than what's happening with rocky and the politicians in india i want to take a quick break from the show to let you all know that there is official merch for the ray taylor show head on over to inspireddisorder.com you can get t-shirts different artwork available different designs all on high quality materials in all the sizes. There's also iPhone cases made of biodegradable material. That's right. This is not bad for the environment. This is good for the environment. So all of those designs that are available on t-shirts are also available on phone cases. Designed by me, sold by me. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com to support the Ray Taylor show and promote it out in the world so all of the people in your life can see that you are a fan of the Ray Taylor show. Now, let's get back to that very show right now. So he leaves, and everybody's worried what's going to happen. And he goes and makes this deal with this guy. And you think that it's just like, oh, he's just making a deal to get things back in his control but that's not all the only deal because when he goes back to the mine there's this epic scene there's this epic moment where he goes where rocky returns to the kgf mine and he's met with the adhera's crew who is there guarding the facility right they don't have control really yet Right? They've just done the incremental things. They hurt Rocky. They got a foothold in that area. And now Rocky's coming back. And they think that he's just coming back with gold. He's coming back with trucks of gold. And they think that they stopped his trucks of gold. But that's not what was in the trucks. 
and it's just like this amazing thing where all the they like all these at heroes guys are pointing guns at rocky pointing these rifles at rocky right and rocky picks up an imaginary gun and they're laughing at him because it's an imaginary gun and he's pretending to point it at him and they laugh and then they realize that oh he didn't go to that guy to just make a deal to like cut out the middleman to to just deliver the gold directly he went to also make a deal for arms for guns for automatic weapons for rocket launchers and you see all of the sides of the trucks open up and you see the look on Adhira and his crew's face because they're using little, you know, they're unsophisticated weaponry, right? Just basic rifles. And it's, you know, 50 of them. And then you have these truckloads of people with automatic rifles and rocket launchers. And it's just this amazing, like, just like this amazing comeback for Rocky. Where he's like, okay, you think you hurt me. You literally hurt me. But you think that, like, stopped him. But it's like, you you made him take one step back. Now he's taking three steps forward. And he comes back with, like, this major artillery to take him out. And it's just, like, it's amazing. And you see that in other scenes as well. It's, like, just amazing payback. Like, just, like, they take, like, a small bit and they think they got him because they got this small bit. Oh, there's a chink in the armor. Like, we got him. And then he comes back and it's like, you don't even know. Right? It's like a fly that annoys you. And the fly thinks that he's ga gaining power. And the next thing you know, bam, they blow up the house the fly's in. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's how Rocky gets his retaliation. But he gets his mind, the mind back from Adhira. Adhira gets, like, they let him, he lets him live, right? As Adhira let him live after he was injured. Uh, Adhira retreats, goes away, hides out in a cave. And then it's, like, cut to years and years later of Rocky running these mines. He's got these ideas to, uh, like, these mines were, were meant to be mined for generations, right? Because there were, he noticed that there were like three mines, but they were labeled in a way where he realized that there were more than just three mines. There were actually nine mines, and his idea is to mine them all within two years. So instead of this wealth that will be incrementally mined out over generations of a family running it, he's like, we're going to do this all right now because that's what rocky wants everything all like he wants to get to the top of the top with all of the money which is kind of an epic like you know that that kind of anti-hero mentality of like we are going to own the world and that's what he said when he was a kid he was going to own the world so you cut to like years down the road and you see what kgf turns into like completely developed all these refineries like it's all been like industrialized and it's not just slaves with pickaxes and sledgehammers going into mines like they have like built up like an industry infrastructure and you see it all 
built up like this whole thing like this whole giant area of kgf all nine mines getting mined at the same time and uh you know it's kind of crazy it's kind of this crazy jump in where you see where he's gone once he gets the mine back and um the government's not happy right they're trying to find out they realize that one of the the other nemesi of rocky in this movie aside from adhira is a politician uh ramaka sen who is the new i don't know what prime minister and she's you know wants to shut him down she she doesn't think he's a big deal she doesn't realize what kind of a criminal he is until there's this other guy who's been tracking rocky and everything and she he like tells her he's like this guy is the biggest criminal we have like he is the number one thing you should be focused on and they start doing raids on his stuff and there's another one of these moments similar to what adhira experienced where they think this politician thinks that she gets him right they're doing these raids and they recover like all these raids rocky's people are able to get out they're able to get the money the the gold out and they're able to basically avoid getting anything caught or captured by the police except for this one instance one gold biscuit falls out and the police get it for evidence so rocky as rocky does goes himself he's not one to delegate uh this this situation to to solve have solved by anybody else he goes to the police station himself amazing scene the kid that's there delivering like beverages or whatever uh is from the same town as rocky so knows like his origin and has like this massive respect which is a a, a great scene where you see him walk in and you see the kid going i need to get the fuck out of here because i know what rocky's gonna do i know i know this dude's mo and rocky just walks up one of the cops rushes like all like uh oh, i need to get this biscuit like he knows why he's there he runs and gives him the biscuit back and rocky like just wipes it off and walks out and you think that's it right you think oh he intimidated him he got his biscuit back that's it no no because you see that kid that knew rocky knew the origins of rocky you see this kid literally on a car eating popcorn i think it was pop eating some snack like he's watching a movie because he knows that's not it and what you see after rocky gets the biscuit he goes back out to his car and he sets up this like cannon of a gun they call it big mama i think right big mama yeah and it's like a gatling gun or what it's not a but it's like you know big old barrel tripod you know bricks of bullets that you know get put on a belt and then just shoot and he just lays waste to the entire police department all of the cars they're blowing up the whole building it's getting just just getting pinholes stuck through it everywhere with bullets just shredded cheese swiss cheese all the cops laying on the ground trying not to die and just rocky going through like cartridge like box by box of bullets as he just unloads all of the bullets out of the box loads up another box into the gun unloads another like 
unloads so many rounds of bullets just decimating this police department. In, like, the coolest way, like, Rocky is the coolest guy, right? Just, like, stone-faced badass, but then also has, like, he's able to turn up the charm, which I think in the first movie, I didn't really like the tonal shifts of when he turned up the charm. I think this movie, like I said, I have no, I think it balanced it perfectly. I think this, this, this movie handled all of those different aspects of the first movie in a way that made it, makes it work and when he turns the charm on is is great it's great and after he lays waste to this police department this cigarette this unlit cigarette that's been hanging out of his mouth the whole time he goes and he lights it off of the glowing red barrel of this gun that he just used to uh just destroy this entire police department because they had one of his gold bricks like not even a gold brick like a when they say biscuit it looks like a, a, like a fig newton size gold like gold uh gold brick that they had but he got it back and the kid knew there was going to be a show it's another amazing scene <laughs> you know just like the when he the retaliation of uh of adhera uh that that scene at the police department was great uh and of course after that the politician is like like okay like they're going back and forth the the politician right first it was the cops doing raids on everything and now she's getting gonna get the military involved so then rocky shuts down the black market to kind of you know that's it's another analogy that was used at the beginning of this movie is that it's like chess right the the first movie was a game of chess where rocky won right he took out the the king and now in this movie the board all of the the pieces have been put back on the board but now we have a new king right rocky's the new king and now that the board has been been replaced there's this new game and now it is the government versus rocky in this game of chess and every move Rocky has, there's another move the government has, and so forth and so on. And after the attack on the police department, then Rocky shuts down the black market, which obviously when you're running that much kind of gold and there's, you have that much money flowing through the politicians and all that stuff, shutting things down is not something they want, right? It's like shutting down a huge aspect of the economy, right? Just because it's the illegal economy, doesn't mean that that money isn't uh, a big aspect of it uh he also like there's kind of these a couple like small side stories like at one point he gets his dad like he has one of his guys track down his dad who's still alive but just a complete alcoholic and he gets him and takes him back and forces him to quote unquote take care of his mother's tomb like, he never was there to take care of his mother when she was alive, but now that she's dead, he has him to take care of the tomb, which, you know, a character that I didn't even know existed, uh, but an interesting aspect to it where he's taking care of the tomb, which is kind of a nice thing anyway. Um, and we also see Rena 
finally fall in love. Like we see, he she finally sees not only why all the people that are part of KGF, all the kids, all the people that work at KGF, all these people that used to be slaves, why they love Rocky, but she also finds out his backstory, understands about his mom. Like there, she actually gets to know who Rocky is and what he's all about. And it actually makes sense that she would now have feelings for him. Which, okay, like I said, they handled everything better. It almost feels like they knew that they did things wrong in the first movie and they wanted a redo. And I'm perfectly fine with that because I think they handled it way better in this one. But there's a scene where she confronts Rocky right he's going through there's you know doing a tour of the the uh the mines or whatever you know meeting with people and she she confronts him and she's trying to tell him that she's pregnant and it's at that same time that we're seeing adhera had been called back many years later obviously because everything's built up and we see Adhira take a shot, initially aiming at Rocky. Did I say I was spoiling? Of course. If you're this far in, you don't realize I'm spoiling stuff. I, I like this movie. <laughs> it's spoilers. Let's take a little break from the show to promote The Many Faces. That's right, I am also an artist. I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at InspiredDisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com, buy original art, Buy prints if that's your jam, if you want 8x10 prints on high-quality paper. Also, if you're looking to wear some art, there are shirts available with original artwork by myself. Select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form. You go to InspiredDisorder.com, you buy original artwork, you buy prints, you buy shirts, you're supporting an artist directly and if you're the type of person that likes to invest in nfts there are also nfts available for select faces go to inspiredisorder.com now and now let's get back to the show but you see it here taking aim at rocky like having him in the crosshairs and of course when the shot happens at first like this scene gets me because at first it's like you see Rocky in the crosshairs. And uh, it's kind of the same ki type of scene. There's like this little flashback scene of, of Rena talking to Rocky. And she's like saying that like if whatever happens to you happens to me. And it's kind of the similar thing that happened in the I recently watched all the Spider-Man movies. And it's a similar thing with uh, Peter Parker and MJ where it's like Peter Parker doesn't want to be in this relationship with her because he's afraid that she's going to get hurt because anybody that's around him uh, potentially is going to get hurt, like his uncle getting killed, etc. cetera. Um, and it's this scene where Rena's telling him that, where she's like, I will suffer the same, you know, whatever. And it's at that moment the shot happens, and you see that it's not Rocky that gets shot, that it was her. 
and it's like so brutal because it's like the same scene where you find out where she tell where he finds out that she's pregnant like she tells him in like this roundabout way it's like i'm having these weird cravings rocky and of course his assistant knows immediately that she's pregnant and then rocky finally the the light bulb goes off and the same time the light bulb goes off so does this bullet that flies through the air and shoots her right in the stomach right the worst place like even worse play like it would have been better if she got shot in the head even though the baby still would have died because it was still a little fetus right shot in the stomach and it's this brutal scene because you finally like if this had happened before like i didn't believe the love story between them whether that was implied or not in the first movie but at least in this movie they set it up in a way where like it's believable that she finally falls in love with this guy and now she's pregnant and then instantaneously taken away. And you know the type of person Rocky is when it comes to women, when it comes to babies. Like because of Rocky, there was a, a, a girl, a, a baby girl born in, the, in amongst the slaves that was the first girl to survive being born as, from a slave right like he is and you've seen him get emotional when it comes to mothers in the past and it's just like in some way i'm sure it related emotionally linked her what's happening to her with what happened to his mom and it's like there's this moment where that that event sparks the fight between rocky and adhira and it's like holy shit which all of the fight scenes are amazing i love the fight i love you know rocky is like this guy it's kind of like boxing kickboxing kind of a style um you know a lot of great punches a lot of great uppercuts which you don't see uppercuts a lot in movies uh, just a brutal fight scene between rocky and adhira at points it is uh fist fights at points it is uh sword versus ham sledgehammer which, you know, the sledgehammer is Rocky's kind of, like, weapon. You know, is, uh, the great fight scenes from the first movie using the sledgehammer. Um, and just a brutal fight. Like, a brutal fight. You know, knock-down, drag-out fight between Rocky and Adhira. Just insane. And then, meanwhile, both of their crews are going. It's just like a whole battle is going on. And after the fight, like, Rocky realizes the person that is at the center of all of this, right? It's not Adhira. It's not this politician lady. There is like a guy that's been working both sides. And it's like, he has this moment of clarity and the way it's explained in the movie is great where he's like, everything's spinning around. But the thing that the string that's holding everything that's things are spinning around like that is the thing and he goes and it's like immediately after this battle with adhira rocky goes gets uh one of the automatic rifles gets into a car takes the car to an airport gets on a plane flies directly to parliament or whatever and he goes into parliament right still bloody still fresh wet blood from his battle with adhira and he goes in where the politician Rena is at. But there's the scene where it's like he's pointed at Rena and then you see that, oh no, it's it's not Rena. 
that he's pointing at, very similarly to the Adhera pointing the gun at, at Rocky, and then obviously that wasn't the, the end target. But he, but he realizes that it was the politician behind Rena, the guy that had, I don't know what it, it looks like maybe a flag that's painted on his head the whole time. But you see, like, there's flashes, this mo- little, little flashes of how he put, how Rocky put it all together, how he realized that that was the guy who was behind everything, who orchestrated all this stuff against Rocky, right? That Rocky thought was, like, he thought that that politician was on his side, but he, like, realized, and he just lays him out. And, of course, right, that's his movie, Took Out the Queen, right? But the, the king, quote-unquote, is Rena, and Rena's like, oh, you cannot do this. You can't come into parliament and shoot a politician in cold blood, right? But Rocky wasted no time directly from the battle. It's crazy, right? Crazy, just directly from the battle. Flu- car, plane, parliament, bam, you're gone. So Rena's like, we need to get everybody. And there's this thing where... When Rocky took over the mine, he he kept the guy who was the lead, the the guy in charge of all the guards in the previous uh, previous uh, emperor, right? Because he's like, why tra- you know everything, you know this place. It's just you're working for me now instead of this guy, right? And that's where he told him the whole chess analogy type of thing. And he also said, it's like, the only person that would ever be able to take KGF and take Rocky down would be Rocky. And that's basically what he did after this. And, like, after that event, he back closed up shop. Like, when he closes up, like, it's crazy. Like, all these things you don't realize are steps that he's going to take. Where he'd be like, okay, let's pull the plug on everything. Let's let everybody free. Everybody that works there can now go. Because I'm sure he knows what the retaliation is going to be from the government. Right? You see them scramble the jets. They, they box up all of the gold. Put it on a ship. Which Rocky owns multiple ships. Multiple planes. Like he's, he's the richest person in India. Right, probably more wealth than anybody on the planet at that point. Box all the all the gold, puts it all in, in you know shipping containers, puts it on a giant ship, and he goes out to the Indian Ocean. And it's just like this great scene where he's playing chicken in the sea in the Indian Ocean with not only military ships from India but also from like the U.S. and uh, another country. I, I forget the third country. And then, meanwhile, there's these bomber jets that are being scrambled to blow up the mine, right? That's why he let everybody go, because he doesn't want people to die. And obviously, she does it. She makes sure that everything's cleared out, which they were already clearing out. So, you know, she was kind of surprised that that happened. Like, Rocky knew the moves. He knew that if he did this move, then he knew how they would retaliate. He's thinking steps ahead. And even the end of this movie, there's a post credit scene setting up for a third movie which they could have ended it with this movie but it's great that they they left it open for a third movie and it just it makes sense that there would be some kind of out because he's always like thinking steps ahead 
And even when he's on his ship, you know, downing his his bottled giant bottle of Johnny Walker. And you see all the missiles go that blows up the the mine and these missiles that are going to go blow up his ship. Right. Leaving the gold like he specifically went that place because of the depth that's there would be too deep for anybody to recover the gold. Right. So he's like he he's taking his ball and going home and he's going home on his terms. Right. He's doing what his mom wanted him to do. He is dying the most powerful man with all of the money. He he he's the one that knew this was going to happen. He made this thing happen. He knew that going to murder a politician he knew what the retaliation would be. So it is all on his terms. And it's just, it's amazing that that's like, you know, this movie starts, you know where it's going to end. With what his mom told him, how she wants him to die a the most powerful and wealthy man. Because it is better to die like that than to die a slave. And he did it. He fulfilled his mom's wishes for him. But then how they like kind of leave it open where it's like there's a chapter three. Is like, I don't know, like there's this post credit scene where like the CIA comes in and they're like, apparently there's dealings that he's had. So maybe this was all fake. Who knows? I'm sure they will have they will be able to explain it in the next movie. But, like, just so epic. Everything that happens is, like, what? Like, he, he did it. Like, oh, what? Like, he is definitely, it's a movie that's so well written, so smart. Because every time he, he it it's really feels like he, he's thinking many moves ahead. Like, he's playing 4D chess. And we're all sitting around playing checkers. You know? So I don't know. And even the even the storytelling of the story, like the original storyteller was sick, brain hemorrhages. So they brought in, which I think they just wanted a different actor, and they brought in his quote-unquote son to finish telling this story. And even that aspect of this movie where it felt so out of place and took me out of the movie so many times in the first chapter, in the first movie, where this one, I was totally... I was enth- as enthralled as the people that were in that room listening to him tell the story. Yeah, I was, I was like, okay. It, it makes everything make sense. And even the, the guy within the story who's doing the reporting, you see the origins of that guy, that reporter, who ends up working for Rocky. And then after the events of the Rocky taking himself out, basically committing suicide via, you know, missiles that he wants to tell because the government's like we are going to erase rocky from history right even the death of the politician is explained as a heart attack right they do not want rocky to be recognized in history they want to erase him but this one reporter guy's like i'm going to get the story out i'm going to be the one which apparently i assume is the guy who later is telling the story in the first one so it makes everything, all of the issues I had from the first movie, it wraps all of that up, makes 
Everything makes sense. It even reboots the relationship part of Rocky and Rena in a way that is believable. The fight scenes were great. The, the constant back and forth momentum of the movie was great. I absolutely loved it. Ties everything up. The chapter three, the new, newer movie that's supposed to be coming out, uh, from what I've seen online, it's supposed to be coming out next year. I think they started production this year. Uh, so 2023 is the expected release date for KGF chapter three. I am super excited to see what happens next. Uh, I hope it's the same writer. The writer director uh, is the same guy who is uh, Prashanth Neal. Yeah, Prashanth Neal did the wrote and, and directed. Amazingly directed. It has kind of a uh, Tony Scott feel to it in some ways. It almost feels like both of the Scott brothers uh, combined. Right, that stylish editing and stuff, but also like very grand, very epic scale. Uh, but yeah, KGF Chapter Two, blown away, so excited, loved every minute. It was uh, exponentially more fun experience than the first movie, which felt it was a struggle. I was super sucked in in this in this movie. Even though there's great fight scenes in the first movie, I think this movie has everything. It, it, it's perfectly done in every way, and I absolutely loved it. Super excited for the next movie. Uh, so check it out. It is on Amazon, and you don't necessarily need to watch the first movie, but it, it, it's like halfway through the first movie, it really gets going, um, and then has great moments. But this entire movie from start to finish, uh, this two-hour and 48-minute movie, yep, uh, was great. KGF Chapter 2, check it out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.